Hello, and welcome to Savvy Earth Savers. I'm Cruz McCalligan, and today we're talking about solar energy. You may have seen solar panels before in the past, but how does it really work? Well, the sun's light, and all light really, contains energy. Usually, when light hits an object, the energy turns into heat, which is why you feel warm if you're sitting under the sun. But when the light hits certain materials, the energy turns into an electrical current instead. It's this that we can harness to use for power. There's been a renewed interest in solar energy recently because, of course, we need something to replace fossil fuels. That's a limited resource. Scientists are looking to develop materials that can be easily mass-produced and convert enough sunlight to electricity to make a real difference. Today, solar power can be found everywhere, and it's a great solution to the climate crisis. Solar energy is creating new jobs, saving money, and helping to cut carbon pollution. When it comes to energy, it might be the closest thing that we have to a real solution, and we haven't even tapped into its full potential. Most solar panels that are being used in homes around the world are guaranteed for decades. Because their parts don't wear out easily, they can produce clean energy for a really long time. There's a little bit of a misconception that solar panels only work when the sun is shining and it's a bright sunny day. That's not true. They work just fine when it's cloudy, rainy, or if it's freezing cold too. Of course, it's ideal if they are in direct sunlight, but they can generate power even when the sun is blocked by clouds. Harnessing solar energy doesn't cause pollution. There can be some emissions associated with manufacturing, transporting and installing solar panels, but this isn't even close to some traditional energy methods. There's also been a lot of innovation around solar panels, and now they're looking at these solar cells, which can actually be integrated into the material of buildings, so that you're building a building which could be self-sustaining with solar power. Solar energy is only capable of producing power during daylight hours. So around half the day, they're not necessarily delivering energy for your home. And some of the technology around how to store the energy that they're generating during the day isn't quite there yet. Also, they've found that pollution levels can influence how effective a solar cell is. And this may be a bit of a problem in places which are already high density urban centers where we do have pollution. And there are some places in the world that are already making a huge switch. There's a small island in American Samoa called Ta'au, which saw the completion of a new solar-powered microgrid. They shifted the entire island's energy generation from 100% diesel fuels to 100% solar. The island's population is quite small. It's only around 600 people, but it was a huge success. Of course, when we start thinking about converting light into energy, it's very easy to make the jump to what plants do through photosynthesis. The biggest difference between how a plant captures light and energy and how we do it with solar cells is that the plants absorb the light and they use that electron to change a chemical bond and actually make a fuel. Scientists would love to be able to do this with solar energy. Instead of making electricity, make fuel. That would be a huge technological advance. It's a hot topic at the moment with researchers, but it's hard to predict when it'll actually happen. One of the reasons that we love to plant trees is because they take carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. If we could do that with a solar cell, we could actually start tackling global warming problems even more directly. We'd be pulling carbon dioxide out of the air and making fuel at the same time. So. 
If you're looking for a future scientific career, think solar energy. Until next time, bye-bye. <laughs>